Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'm your host, Paul O'Donnell. And I'm over here sitting pretty as Connor Limbaugh. And this is the intro song. All right, everybody. Today we got we got a really busy episode. We got a lot of stuff to cover. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're going to start off with something that I have been wanting to talk about for, for a decent amount of time, and that is music. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not talking about just <laughs> genres and just in a very general sense of music. I'm talking about a very specific view and i'm talking about music that makes you just feel good and and positive and not sick because i've been sick (laughs) for too long and there's Mm -hmm. just some certain music that i can listen to that will just like cheer me up and make me feel a little less sick is there a certain certain type of music that does this to you or is it just any kind of music so i got i got i got some lists some songs and a bunch of stuff i'm gonna just kind of talk about and so the first thing i want to talk about is the specific album really just this artist where i can listen to his music and really feel good and that's john mayer Mm. i don't know how he does it or what it is about his music it's just when i listen to it i feel good and I listened to his song. I listened to John Mayer's song today. What's John Mayer's song? Um, the one when he's talking about not wanting to go to L. Oh, in your atmosphere. That's one of my favorite songs by him. Yeah, that that one's really good, yeah. and it's a live song. It's it's an original song by him, and you can only listen to it live. It's fantastic. Um, he's got some magic fingers. He really does. He can he can work a guitar like some some other mm-hmm. wild man. Um, like a like a babe, <laughs> like a babe. babe, an angelic babe with tiny wings. Mm-hmm. And so it was about a f- couple days ago, in between last episode and this one, I was feeling pretty gross, and I had a headache. My whole body was just you know it was in that sick sick cold uh, feeling, and so I went onto Spotify, put on my noise canceling head headphones and i played his album heavier things and the (laughs) first song on that album it's called clarity is just one of my favorite songs by him and and that this is this is like there's obviously albums when you listen to a whole album it gives you this whole vibe but there's also specific songs for me that really just not only just completely clear my mind of what's going on but kind of take me to another dimension if that makes any sense so like Mm -hmm. i can listen to certain songs whether it's a song with lyrics or just an instrumental or a techno there's certain songs that i can listen to that just kind of teleport me to this whole other world Like, like just yeah it's it's what is this world can you tell me about this world this world is like 
it's a world where everything's just a mystery and it, it oh, what this world is so it's like it's like if i got on us somehow got on this spaceship and it took me <laughs> trillions and trillions of miles away onto this new planet and i get on this planet it's these couple songs that are playing and it's just me just figuring stuff out and Floating. seeing it loading in yeah floating through the dust and fluffiness yeah so and, and trying to swim and i feel like everybody has to have a couple songs where like i listen to this song and i'm somewhere else mm-hmm. and so i'm gonna just i have a list of about seven songs for me that really do it for me so my first one okay. viva viva la vida by coldplay very popular mm-hmm. song yep with the violins and it's and with chris martin's voice it it works it works very very well together and so the next one this is actually by an artist i just recently found out about maybe about two or three weeks ago the song's called i lost a friend and it's by an artist named phineas f-i-n-n-e-a-s and the first half of the song is very basic but in the second half, it's like this whole, I, I don't know what the instrument is, but the secondary instrument comes into play and it just takes this song to another level for me. That's a really cool, mm. cool song to listen to. My third one, it's called Life on Earth by Snow Patrol. Those are the people who sing Chasing Cars, that's why you might have heard of them before. Life on Earth is from their newest album. And this song, it has this awesome guitar the entire time with drums and and it's like you you I, I would recommend listening to these songs. I, I think they're really cool songs. But Life on Earth mm-hmm. is a fantastic five minute song that is really just it hits hard. And so mm-hmm. the next one I already talked about, Clarity by John Mayer. That song <laughs> I, I I can't really explain that one. It's John Mayer's magic. We we are mm-hmm. we already mm-hmm. talked about it. He's got something going for him. And that song really, really mm-hmm. does well. Um the next the next song it's by a little less lesser known artist uh called novo amor and the song's called uh, yeah never heard of that yeah never heard of that n-o-v-o-a-m-o-r novo amor and the song's called i'm I'm gonna pronounce this wrong so i'm just gonna spell it out and let you try to pronounce it u-t-i-c-a-n okay hold on hold on u-t-i-c-a-n is it just like Utican? Utican. Well, that's Utican. the name of the song, and that song has it's a really cool just tempo. And this artist, he he has a very high falsetto voice to go alongside mm-hmm. of the track, and it's a really really cool song. And so now this 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 next artist, a lot of people know this artist, and when I when I say her name, it's a, it's a female. I think you're gonna. It, 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 you're gonna agree with me that she has some really powerful songs, but this one in particular is really, really good. And it's if Ali- I Alicia Keys. Yeah, it is Alicia Keys. Dang, I knew it. <laughs> and the song is "If I Ain't Got You." Like that yeah. song. The, you yeah, know, that's when a, she goes, yeah. some, she's incredible. When she says, "Some people want it all," and then you just hear the piano just like bounce, and it just goes. Uh-huh. Uh, it's that song is amazing. I'm I'm really impressed you got that. Good job. I'm happy for Thank you. you. Um, and so the next one by my my good boy Billy Joel. And for this song, it's not really. And and this is the weird thing. Sometimes it's just portions of a song, and not like 
the whole song, but a little portion of the song gives me that feeling. Mm-hmm. And this one by Billy Joel, it's uh, Summer Highland Falls. <laughs> I prefer the live version from Songs of the Attic, Songs in the Attic, which is his best album. And just the beginning of that song starts with him on the piano, and it's just his crisp voice. It's just his voice in the piano. And it's a very, like, the first, like, 30 seconds of that song, fantastic. <laughs> Would mm-hmm. recommend the first 30 seconds. I mean, the whole song's really good, but it gets really, like, brings in some rock stuff, which kind of sets off the, you know, the vibe for me. But really powerful song. And so the last one that I have down that has lyrics it's it's kind of it's a it's a duo. Actually, I'm going to save this one for last after I talk about some instrumentals because this one will lead into a whole other thing. Um, so I have three instrumentals. Now there's a lot more where these came from, and there's a lot more of lyrical songs. I just can't think of them off the top of my head. But the three songs that it would be Alto's theme by Brian Crawford, really cool, really cool song. Uh, An endless desert by Todd Baker. And Todd Baker and Motherboard by Daft Punk. Those three are very, very good instrumental songs. And if you listen to them, I, I can promise you, listening to those three three instrumental songs, you will you will feel difference in some way. I, I can't explain it. You just do. Especially for me, having the noise canceling headphones, it really just it puts me there. And so it zaps, bef- yeah. it zaps me. Yeah. Now, before I get to my last last song, which will lead into some other stuff, I want to ask you if you have any songs like I just <laughs> read off that come to mind mm-hmm. when you think I listen to that song and I'm somewhere else. I'm I'm feeling different, better or worse. I I don't know. Mm-hmm. But are you I able to? So- <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Yes, go ahead. Yes, I can relate. So I. I have noticed sometimes whenever I'm listening to music and I listen to a song and it kind of steers me towards one emotion and then say I have shuffle on and it plays a song of a different genre or a different um, feeling for me. And I always, before the song plays, I always have this self-doubt that I'm not going to be able to make that switch. But then once the song starts playing within the first 30 seconds, I'm there. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, I I like when that happens because it's really cool whenever music can kind of like when, transport you like that. And like win you over. Uh, so one song I would very much say takes me to, to this place um, is Fire Blast by Kudo. And specifically the last minute of the song. Beautifully produced. Well done, Kudo and Chunga on the amazing. Um, another album I would recommend would be Blue by Joni Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Um, she definitely has a very unique style, and well, it is similar to uh, other artists during that time, but her voice is very—it's um, uh, pure. She's a pure voice mm-hmm. and great, great guitar. It's the kind of guitar playing that you can't replicate, kind of with John Mayer. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Artists just get so good that you can't even try to compete. Or you can't try to replicate, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like like Sweet Home Alabama. That That's a song that's really easy to play. But 
any John or uh, James Taylor song, good luck. James Taylor uh, songs <laughs> hit differently. That's for sure. Yeah. And it's not only is it just the, the playing of his instruments, but just his voice is something else. Right. It's the honey voice. It, yeah. You want to, it dips you in honey. It, it really does. It, it takes you and just, mm-hmm. it, it quite literally dips you into a pond of honey. Yeah. John or uh, James Taylor is the honey bee and his voice is the, is the sweet honey. Exactly. He's she's feeding all the larvae. <laughs> <laughs> um So do do you want me to get to my my final song? Yes. My final my final closer. So this song you really do have to listen to it and you have to listen to it in the way I'm going to explain it because it really is a powerful duo. And that's right, I said mm-hmm. duo. This is a, a back-to-back song. They're, they're two songs that blend together and transition to form an ultimate single song. And that would be Don't Get Lost in Heaven merging into Demon Days by the Gorillas. They're the final mm-hmm. two tracks in Gorillas' Demon Days album. Listen to both of them in that order. It's... It's really an incredible listening experience. And I, I like listening to those two songs. It's, it's wild. <laughs> um, and now that kind of gets me <laughs> onto the topic of not, not songs that can kind of take you to that one place that we were talking about, that, that planet that's so far off. But I, I want to talk about songs now that are insanely good duos <laughs> kind of like how with duos yeah, yeah yeah so going into one another creating an ultimate combination of a song mm-hmm. and so i got i got three right now i can say why you you think mm-hmm. of <laughs> whatever comes to your mind let, let me pull up spotify yeah yeah go for it and so the three <laughs> the, the the three other ones other than the don't get lost in a heaven in a demon days would be Touch by Daft Punk, going into Get Lucky. Great, great two songs, back-to-back, off of Random Access Memories, the album. Very great album. Uh, the next <laughs> the, the next song would be But It's Better If You Do, going into I Write Since Not Tragedies by Panic at the Disco. Uh, that's from the album of Fever You Can't Sweat Out. Their first album and then the next one i have would be holiday into a boulevard of broken dreams by green day off of their american idiot album those are those are four four <laughs> good back-to-back duos that i can think of that work really well <laughs> and there's obviously yeah. a lot of albums you know in like <laughs> full front to back that work really well as well with like Logic's The Incredible True Story or Daft Punk's Random Access Memories. There's a lot of, and like Pink Floyd The Wall, there's a lot of albums that are really good front to back, but I'm solely focusing on just two back-to-back songs that complement each other really well and work really well together. And so have you you found anything while I was 
explaining the, the few that I could think of. So the first thing that came to mind with me was musical theater. Mm-hmm. And I know you were saying back-to-back songs. I couldn't think of any off the top of my head. But shows, they will have the overture, which plays all of the songs that you're about to hear. So whenever you listen to a show, it follows the same uh, theme, follows the same mood. Well, not necessarily the mood. The writing all kind of ties in together. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the flow of musicals, Broadway musicals, is it's tight stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. The one, <laughs> the one that I pulled up, the transition is Heard Him Say by Kanye West. And then the next song is Touch the Sky. It's off his album, Late Registration. And the, the ending to Heard Him Say is just a really intricate beat. Mm-hmm. And then once it ends, Touch the, stop, touch the Sky starts, which is, has a very, uh, uh, it's, a, <clears throat> it's in your face. It's very loud. And it kind of, it gives you that satisfaction of what the beat had earlier and then brings it up to a new, because Heard Him Say is more of a, is much more of a relaxed song, but then Touch the Sky is a more uh, invocative, invoking emotion and kind of putting that, it like it, it instills the ability to touch the sky. And, yeah. You know. And not be an Icarus about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and you said Broadway, for sure is just it's kind of own thing where when it comes to just combining music as a whole. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Broadway does a great job at at mixing and and flashing back to previous songs and combining different melodies and instrument combinations. They, mm-hmm. it, it, it's it's really impressive what they do with with that kind of music. Mm-hmm. All right, so I, I I talked about what I wanted to. I talked about my sick music that I listen to when I'm feeling sick, which I still mm-hmm. am. That's why I cough so much. And mm-hmm. fu- it's actually a, a quick little off-topic funny story. So today I had a Mandarin exam. I'm I'm attempting to learn Mandarin. Which is with some Latin background from my yeah from learning Latin <laughs> to now trying to learn Mandarin, it's very different. And the thing that really makes me angry because I, I learned Latin, and the way Latin works with the arrangement of words, you can set up words in any order you want. So for a sentence, you can just scramble the words and still be able to figure out what the sentence means by. The endings of the words. Right. And just for some explanation on what he means by this is if you're to take English, for example, it starts its subject, then it has a verb, and then it has the object. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it follows the basis structure throughout the entire language. Other languages have different structures. They'll start with the verb or they'll start with uh, the object even. Um, or, or they'll have multiple versions. But for English, generally, it is considered you do your subject then your verb and then your um object which technically means that yoda does not speak english <laughs> what <laughs> yoda doesn't speak english because he doesn't speak it in the correct uh in the proper um, maybe structure. maybe maybe yoda just wasn't educated 
Maybe he wasn't. <laughs> I mean, he was 900 years yeah, old, maybe. but maybe he didn't get the right education. He had a bad English teacher. Yeah. That's, what, that's for sure. I don't know what Yoda child nurseries are like. Yeah. Dang. We need a book. Come on, Disney. Get on top of it. <laughs> Give me um, a Yoda order. <laughs> but, but anyway, yeah. So as Connor said... English obviously has structure, and pretty much every other language has a, some type of structure. While with Latin, it's not all of them, but a, a good majority of of other yeah. languages, and like your common languages have a form of structure. While with uh-huh. Latin, like I said, there's just no you can do whatever you want, and so that's why with learning Mandarin, it's been really difficult because I have to follow some form of structure. And I'm just like, well, that's stupid. In Latin, I didn't have to do this. <laughs> and so it really just it, it, it makes me upset. Mm-hmm. Um, but but onto what I, mean, I was saying, I, I had to... Well, uh, okay, I, I, I have a question about... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Um, how many characters are there? In Mandarin? Yes, yeah, so for English, we have 20. Oh, that's how many letters we I have. Thought, I think it's, it's somewhere of... Is it 2,000? I think it's 2,000. Wow. Yeah. I could be completely wrong. But um, I know there's... Do you want to know? It's in the thousands. That's insane. So, <laughs> if like, you were to take... There, there, there's one extreme, like Mandarin, that has a ton of characters. But then there's languages like Hawaiian, which only has 12 letters in the alphabet. Yeah, that's simple stuff. Come, why can't I take Hawaiian? Um, <laughs> but yeah, Mandarin is seven continents. Mandarin is super they, they complex. Are... Okay. So it, it's it's yeah. It's, I'm sure it is. It's I, been I, an I interesting ride. Um, but anyway, I had an exam today, and we we have to do a recording bit where we listen to an audio and then we answer it in Mandarin. And I was obviously. I'm still somewhat sick, or I'm pretty decently sick. I have a cough and, you know, all that fun stuff that comes along with being sick. And so uh-huh. I would, I was coughing into the mic, and it was kind of funny because the last exam I had, I, I, this is the second exam I took, the, the previous one, I was also sick with the exact same thing. So pa- the past Gosh, two uh. times I've taken exams where I had to do, like, an audio recording bit, I was coughing into the mic, so I feel really bad. And it's and it's I'm using these really crappy headset mics, so when I cough, it's like it's it's really just this harsh sound on the ears. So I feel pretty mm-hmm. bad for my professors who have to go through and listen to that. But I thought that was just kind of a a funny off story that I could tell because again, I have a cough, <laughs> and it's <laughs> it's so fun. You're coughing. That's hilarious. Oh uh-huh, yeah, it's over there. Yeah. Anyway. Every second. Every e- second. You're every close second. To death's door. Every second I cough. It's just most every, of them are silent. Every day you, you cough. Takes a year off your life. Oh. Well, I'm going to be dead in like three days then. <laughs> no. No, it's only the this day. This is the it's last the episode. It's not the number. It's just the so humans can live to like 400 years old, but we spend so many days coughing that we just lose ears. Like any- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, makes sense. Yep. 
I still have like three days left. But anyway, <laughs> um, I, I want to move on to something new, something you all listening at home or in your car or during your, your open heart surgery. This is a new segment that I'm introducing. Connor doesn't really know what it is. It's a surprise for him. Surprise segment. Surprise segment. And Surprise segment! Right away, right away, right away, right away, right away. Paul, lead the way to the surprise segment. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, <laughs> so... So, today's, and hopefully for the upcoming episodes of Opinion Central segment, I I have went to the extremely popular and loved website of Reddit, and Reddit? I went I went to the Ask Reddit page. Okay. And I I what I plan on doing from here on out is looking at some of the top Reddit Reddit Ask Reddit questions from the past week, and I pick one of them, and I'm going to ask it. And okay. so this is the Reddit question that I've picked for this week. Okay. And this is this is asked by Colo Tin Man. Mm. Um, he, he he. His question was, "What are you ninety nine percent sure of, but you don't have any proof?" Um, I'm gonna go ahead right off the bat and say most people said God. Oh no! I didn't look at the answers. Oh, I'm, I'm going to say some people said God. I'm sure <laughs> some people did. People say that there is so. But I'm asking you. But you're asking me. Uh, do you want me to? Do you want me to say my my answer first? Because sure, I I have I have an answer. Well, if you're so eager. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited. So, this is this is what I'm 99% sure of, but I obviously don't have any proof. All right. And and here's the thing. So, obviously all these scientist people that we're supposed to trust and rely on are like, "Hey, the universe, it's expanding, and it's going to keep on doing it until something happens, right?" Mhm. I don't believe that one bit. I am what? <laughs> I am quite certain. And and this isn't even about the universe. This is about basic just sciences that we have it all wrong. All right? And I obviously can't I obviously can't prove this. Oh, what are you saying? Okay, okay. Let let me explain. <laughs> let me explain. I think the universe is something completely different than what the scientists are saying. What is it? A cherry pie? Not a cherry pie. Sack. No, no, no. (laughs) I think it could either be. It could either be like a planet of its own, (laughs) right? Like a giant planet, or you know how they're saying it's expanding, but it could definitely be shrinking as well. I, I would think it would make more sense for it to close in on itself and implode than just expand mm-hmm. continuously. Mm. Like, 
I, I feel like how you, much, you how have, much research have you done behind? Oh, this? no research whatsoever. This is that's this is the problem, Paul. You, that's you, the problem. No, the problem is I don't have any proof. So how can I have research? Are are wait? You're saying you you specifically have no? Yeah, we don't. I yeah. We we don't have proof. Oh well, I think our proof is incorrect. I'm what? Re I'm really confusing you right now. <laughs> you just think scientists are wrong? Yeah. I can't. Oh, that is. I can't. You realize what you're doing by saying this? I can't explain it. I just think that a good portion of what we have discovered or, or think we know is completely wrong. Paul. That's all I got. <laughs> this is why I'm not you, a science major. Do you know why? Do you know how avocados are grown? Why would I need to know how avocados are grown? <laughs> exactly. You don't need to. But somebody does or else it wouldn't exist. We need scientists to know things like the expansion of the universe. So we don't have to know this. They, yes. they will do their research and they will understand the math behind and they will give us the information without giving us and I'm and I'm saying it's wrong. Listen, listen what to this. Listen, to, listen to this. No, no, no. Listen to this. Uh, so it's very common for mistakes to be made in any type of work. So like the original even in genetic coding, the yeah. So, like, anything can be incorrect. So, think about this. Maybe the equations that these scientists are using that everyone thinks is appropriate, that everyone thinks is, okay, mm -hmm. this is truth. This, mm -hmm. is, this is it. But you've seen in the past where people have figured out, oh, wait, that's not accurate. That's not an accurate equation. So, therefore, this isn't possible, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm saying that the way these scientists have figured out, oh, universe is expanding or whatever it is, I'm saying the mm -hmm. way they figure that out, it's not actually true. It's not accurate. Mm. So like mm. in 50 years, maybe a new discovery is made like, oh, this is actually the correct formula. And then they figure out something completely different. Like maybe, oh, uh, the universe is actually a triangle and it spins around at 300 billion miles an hour. I don't know. But I just think that what we're using right now is our base research and like, like way to prove things. It's not correct. Hmm. And you can call me out on it all you want. That's okay. Okay, Paul. That's all I'm saying. If you were talking about the health benefits of red meat, I would totally believe you. I would back you one hundred percent because that's a bunch of weird uh convoluted uh biased data that is constantly changing but if you're talking about physics i can't i can't even give you a little bit of wiggle room on this point i'm not asking you to give me wiggle room because i don't like i can't like i said i won't be able to prove this to you i just can't all right this is so just this, what this i is not for you paul this is just paul, what i'm this saying is not for you. 
this is not for you. This is for the people at home. Do not give Paul any wiggle room on this. Don't don't even know. This is not. A way I bet you, you someone. Think. I bet you someone out there can see from my point of view. Okay, so I'm at the Wikipedia page right now, and um, it is expansion of the universe. So you're you're getting your expansion of the universe facts from Wikipedia. I mean, if that just Wikipedia, doesn't say it all right there. Wikipedia is one of the most extensive and best internet <laughs> websites in the world. It's one of the best resources that humans have available to them. That's just a fact. Yeah. So, whenever say what you were gonna say, what read what you're gonna read off of Wikipedia. I'm not a I'm not a physicist guy. I, you know, I, I would actually have to, oh gosh. So it's the theory of relativity, right? And it's, and there's no, there, whenever you're looking at stars and telescopes, you see a certain color that the stars are reflecting, that they are emitting. You get, you, you, and you can measure that color with, by their weight. Now, if, I don't know how this works exactly. Red, infrared, and um, like red wavelengths have a longer, are longer than uh, blue wavelengths. They have a lower frequency and a longer wavelength. But then a blue wavelength has a shorter wavelength and um, a higher frequency. So, so if you're to picture the waves um if you were like throwing if you were throwing the sun away from you it, it would make the wavelength longer because you are going in opposite directions mm-hmm. so it's still traveling it's traveling that space but it has to it it distorts the the light that it gives so it give, makes it more red now this is happening. This this is something that telescopes can measure. Yeah, and they are not measuring blue wavelengths. If if all the stars were blue, then yes, you'd be correct. The universe is shrinking. Or I guess you didn't say that, but uh, well, what I'm saying, give... what I'm saying is somewhere in that that like chain of of whatever they had to start off with to getting this telescope that reads the waves and everything. I'm saying that somewhere in that that line of of that mm. process, something is wrong. That's all I'm saying, and I think we should end mm. at that. I think I want to hear what you have to say now. You want to hear what? What you? you I want to hear your answer to the question because I did originally ask you the question. Oh, uh, yeah, we're back on the original question. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. What, we're done. We're done. We're done trying to be Neil deGrasse Tyson. We're 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 back to opinion central. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm allergic to coffee. That's what you're ninety nine percent sure of. Yes. Why do you say that? Hmm. Hmm. So glad you asked, my <laughs> good boy. I every time that I drink coffee, one, it fills me with such um, nonstop energy, whether that be in the form of 
uh, r rage or um, ex like I'll explode with energy and delight. Um, so coffee, coffee has a very uh, strong impact on my body. And you can say, well, yeah, caffeine. Yeah. Of course, it has a large con concentration of caffeine. So whenever I drink coffee, I feel the effects of coffee. And if I start drinking it in consecutive days, each day I will feel consecutively worse. Like in incrementally, in incrementally worse every single day and it would start off it starts off by having like a tickle in my throat and then it'll develop into a sore throat and uh m small headaches to just more and more severe headaches the more that i drink the coffee that is interesting so but i don't have proof behind that i i don't know if <laughs> i don't know if it's something you can sample maybe it's just the caffeine and because there's so much of it because i do drink tea semi-regularly mm -hmm. just about every school day which i have four days of classes a week i will have tea and i had tea today and i don't have class today. wow you rebel i am i <laughs> yeah i just want well, extra energy well any of but there's yeah, there's caffeine and tea. I don't think I'm allergic to caffeine, but maybe I am to certain to a certain extent. But I, my rule is just to stay away from do you, coffee. Do you always get the same coffee though, or is it if is is no. it any type of coffee? Any type of coffee. I think my brother's had a similar experience with coffee, and he says that if he makes it himself, like with the French French press in his own home, then. Mm -hmm. It's not as bad, or it doesn't happen. That's interesting. Hmm. Mm -hmm. <coughs> this might uh, just be some hillbilly voodoo, though. It, it, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> hillbilly voodoo. Us mountaineer Appalachian witches. <laughs> we got warts on our toes, and we got toads in our in our pond. And they cricket all day long, and we take these readings and interpret it with the sun to see where our planet is going in the universe. What's the projectile of our of our extraterrestrial coordinates? I feel like you're just trying to get me to talk about my theory again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing it back. Bring it back. I'm just throwing salt in the wound. Yeah. The you're just rubbing wound. salt in the wounds. I'm trying to help you, actually. I'm trying to provide you I don't, an explanation. No, 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 no. Something that you can get behind. I, I don't need... <laughs> That's the thing. I'm not on board with the proof. Paul, you sound no, like we're not gonna. Oh. We're not. I don't want to. I don't want to go about like this. A, what? This, this is opinion central, where we share our opinions. Exactly. And I must say, and I must say that you sound like the man who invented the flying spaghetti monster. <laughs> well, that's an honorable title, so I'm cool with you. You're welcome. You're welcome. No. You're a pasta farnia. If if. 
if people want to hear me get more in depth into that theory, comment on our Facebook page or Instagram. <laughs> Let us know, and maybe we will. But it's time to move on. It's time to move on to something that we both take part in. Something that we are living right now. Mm. And that is oh. the college life. The college experience. The college experience. Now, I have just finished <coughs> week 10 of college. Oh, week 10. Week 10. So I've gotten to the double digits. And I don't know how wow. far you've, you've been in college for, you've gone to college for some time. So you, that's true. You, you got that <laughs> stuff down too. But you're, you're now at a new college, Chicago. Yes, I am. I am in Chicago, New University, <laughs> DePaul. Yeah. DePaul. The, so, DePaul D. And they're, they're both two very different environments. One's in a major city and one's literally in the middle of nowhere. So, yeah, you're in the middle of nowhere. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. I I don't. Th- this is what I'm going to say about about the experience so far. I think that being out on your own, like not having mom and dad there to mm-hmm. to watch your back, it's it's relieving. But at times it can definitely be. Oh, I want I want to I want to have mommy and daddy. So they can mm-hmm. help me because I've been sick. You so know? they can cradle me, yes. Yeah. And also... Yes, I love being cradled. Also, the thing about college, for me at least, when when I would be in high school and I... <laughs> like, like if I felt like I did right now, I wouldn't have gone to school today. But <laughs> because it's college, I feel obliged to like have to go to my classes. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's just such yeah, mom- more... Just a, a much more uh, pressure, or, right. or you you feel like you need to go because not only is tuition right. there's so much more in line, tuition yeah, so, so expensive, and just there's so yeah there's so much more. I'm paying thousands of dollars to go to this class. I'm not gonna exactly. Not go. So it, it's it's definitely I don't get people who skip classes. I yeah, that, that that's stupid. Don't don't skip classes. <laughs> don't skip, don't class. skip your classes, kids. Come on, it's not worth it. Don't be like freshman year Connor. Don't be like me. <laughs> I've I, only, I, I've I only should missed... not have gone to college as an eighteen. Year. I'm I only... I am of the belief that you should wait till you're twenty years old to go to college. How many classes did you skip? My first year. Yeah. I. I skipped more classes than I attended my first year. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> I am See, only attendance wasn't mandatory. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my classes and are that was a, attendance. That was a lazy little part. Yeah, my classes now there's a attendance emphasis. check. Yeah, yeah. I've only yeah. skipped two classes. I think mm-hmm. I, that's pretty mm-hmm. good, right? So I'm mm-hmm. proud of that. But yeah, just the the feeling of independence you get in college, mm-hmm. and I think it's it's gonna be something completely different from once you have a job. Like I feel like the independence you have right now as a college student is something you only have in college. Like sure, once you get your job, once you get your job and everything, yeah, sure you're still independent and all that fun stuff, but it's not the same. But you're a slave to your job. You work for the weekend. You work for society. 
Right. And when you're in college, you get to do stuff that you like to do. Yeah, you're, you're you choosing... Study, you study things... Yeah, you study things that you think are cool and it make you excited. Exactly. And then you're surrounded I, by a bunch of people you want to hang out with. Right. Right. I love my classes so much. Mm-hmm. I love my classes to the point that I want them to be harder. And yeah, I, I really enjoy a lot of my classes. <laughs> Even the Mandarin one. Yeah. So I'm doing good. <laughs> Classroom um, environments are very rewarding. Yeah, for sure. And I'm not saying that work environments are bad. Like, I'm sure there's plenty of work environments where you have great friends and have a good time. I'm just saying it's different in college. Yeah. Yeah, I've been talking to several friends of mine who have expressed the I wish I was still in college mentality. Mm-hmm. And there's something that seems so unappealing to me about joining the workforce. I kind of just want to stay here and maybe, I don't know, pick up a minor just so I have to stay longer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm just kind of dreading actually having a job and then being one of those people who complains about my job and yeah. goes drinking on the weekends to forget about all. That's why you got to find a job stuff. that you enjoy. Yeah, yeah. That's why and we have this <clears throat> podcast. How many people have a job that they enjoy? I'd really I, be I think it's a very few percent. I, I feel like it has to be less than half, like le less than 50. I'd say like 35%. Mm. Right, because people see it, a job as work. Yeah. So I, I would say like 35% of the people would see a job as I really enjoy this and I have a good time yeah. going to work every day. So, okay. and, and, and I guess like that 35% doesn't have to mean like, oh, you have a good time going to work every day, but it could be your overall happiness, right. what you got going what? for you. Right. Of course. Of course. Um, but yeah, so college also the thing that as a freshman, I've been getting, getting used to is the cafeteria food. Now the way, uh -huh. the way college food works, college cafeteria food. It's like a buffet. At least, at least at OU. At least at OU. This is for OU alone. You're talking about specifically your dining hall. My I di have a dining hall as well. My dining halls, yes. So how it works is I use a swipe. You, you pay for a certain amount of swipes a week. And then you can eat as mm -hmm. much as you want while you're in the room. Now, mm -hmm. for some people, that could be very dangerous. Now, for me, I don't eat a lot, so that's fine. But they also have a large variety. It's a lot different from, like, high school lunches. High school lunches, like, okay, for lunch today, you're having French bread pizza, and that's it. Yay. Mm -hmm. Wow. For the dining halls, it's you have different sections. You have, like, a, a pizza section, a, a, a meat section, a, a taco section, just a lot of different variety in, like, the sections. And then each of those sections also are, are various every meal. Mm -hmm. So it, it's a really – I've had a good time eating – at OU. How many I've, dining halls? There's <laughs> three primary dining halls across mm -hmm. OU. So, mm -hmm. and OU's a really beautiful campus. It's it's surrounded by a forest, has a lot of trees. A lot of the roads mm -hmm. are brick, and like the pathways oh, are brick, cool. so you have a really cool just... It, it's a really cool place to, to be at. Mm -hmm. um, so, speaking the, of... The, Speaking of, of OU and Athens and the, and the brick roads and all that, recently, Halloween. 
Halloween, Halloween came by, Halloween and and Ohio University is known for putting on a, a big OU a big Halloween show. Yep, party, block party on nationally famous. Nationally famous. They close down their main road, which is called Court Street, bring in a bunch of stuff, cool. And so this year was the first year where the city actually funded the event and like had stages and brought in like. Your your oh. your lemonade stands and French fries and what? a bunch of different stuff because previously since what? since this OU Halloween thing started it would always be run by volunteers what? so this is the first year that the city actually got involved in running the event. Did you like that? I mean, <laughs> it was okay. Um, they had some interesting yeah, because- <laughs> stuff. If you want to talk to me about regulation, um, at Ohio State, there's the tradition of jumping in Mirror Lake before the um, football game, before the Michigan football game. Mm-hmm. And my brother, he went to Ohio State before I did, and he has stories about the intensity of it and how how like, <laughs> it was really rooted in Ohio State's culture, and it was a big thing. But then once I got there, my first year, they, <laughs> the school kind of took over the whole system and made it like this big ordeal of, yeah, they, they made it like a program, a school spirit program that you have to sign up for, wear a wristband, and then go do with your friends. Rather than, that, yeah, rather that than a it. bunch of drunk people having a mosh. So, yeah. Yeah, that that does kind of ruin like the the whole point of an event like that, um, right? So, so with OU's Halloween party, has it descended to something like that, or a little bit um, better? I know the numbers were definitely down. I, I can't tell you how many. There were still thousands of people who who came from all over Ohio and probably some from out of state to to Athens for Halloween. Oh, for sure. But for sure. the numbers were definitely down. Now, that could just be be because of the crappy weather we had. It was pretty rainy that weekend. Um but I thought it was uh, an okay okay event. Um Yeah. That's good. What did was, you dress up as? <laughs> um so what I wore it wasn't really anything too crazy. Um, I went with I, I wore I have a drug rug, mm-hmm. which I put on, and then I wore some nice circle glasses. And I and now the thing that really sucked, and my brother recommended this to me, before Halloween I had an interview, so I had to shave my my beautiful scraggly facial hair. Mm-hmm. And so I was clean shaven for Halloween, but it would have been really great if I could have kept the mustache because I was I was going as your '80s stoner, your your mm-hmm. '70s '80s hippie, you know, yeah, that kind of personality. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that's what I went went as. Um, but you 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 had a a quite theatrical is that is that an appropriate word costume you had a a very i had two costumes the first was 
from last weekend, I went to a comedy music show, um, and it was costume themed, and I and I dressed as Johnny Appleseed. So I was wearing a flannel shirt, uh, jeans, some boots. Uh, I had two apples that I was carrying around, and I had a pot on my head. <laughs> How did you keep it on your head? Did it just stay? Did, did it stay on top of your yeah, head? Yeah, it was just a good. It was a size that fit. Okay. <laughs> and I got some some interesting responses. Some people thought I was a pothead. Uh, others, <laughs> <laughs> others thought I was. Uh, well, one person said that I was Wart from the cartoon se- Cartoon Network series Over the Garden Wall, which. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. Um, I love that show. And Ward is an amazing character. He's the younger brother, and he's just so full of life and the goodwill of John Law. <laughs> uh, um, but that was my first costume. My second costume uh, was from last night. So we are recording on November 1st. So last night was Halloween for me. Well, for everyone. Uh, and just for me <laughs> yeah like I said earlier I don't have class on Friday so a lot nor do people in my school it's not not many people they don't offer very many classes on Fridays at the ball so pretty much everybody it's the weekend that's when it starts and we went to a Halloween party we went to two Halloween parties me and some friends of mine and the first one was like I didn't really know anybody there um oh sorry my costume uh <laughs> so my costume was i was uh wearing a shirt with a bunch of jellyfish on it and then i had blue long sleeves um the shirt was a button-up shirt so i was wearing a blue long sleeve and over top of that i had a short sleeve button uh jellyfish shirt and then i taped like toilet paper or uh, tissues to my arm to make it look like I had tentacles, mm-hmm. and and then I painted my nails blue, um, and then I put on blue mascara as well. So you were full and on, was my, full on jelly. I was a jellyfish. <laughs> I was the jellyfish. Now, and the first party I went to, the first party I went to, nobody knew what I was. But then the second party I went to, everyone knew who I was. <laughs> the second party had a lot better vibes and I actually knew people there it was a bunch of comedy arts majors from um, Columbia now how about how about the fact <laughs> was... that for Halloween in Chicago there was snow yeah there was snow yeah we got there's probably three to four inches of snow pat down outside of my door right now that um, is wild it's it's pretty cool. I've never, like, I have no memories of seeing snow in October, but I really like it. People, people <laughs> in, like, Alaska are laughing at us right now. Right. I See, I love, I love snow, and I love winter. I love bundling up in a coat, making it feel warm, or and then walking into a warm room, and your cheeks just feel this, this, uh, they get punched in the face with these uh, warm goodness air. Warm goodness I, air. I love it. 
warm goodness there and fluffy hot chalk and and sprinkle marshmallows wherever you want and that's what it feels on your Mm -hmm. face whenever you walk into a warm room or walking onto the train because you're sitting out in the cold wet rain and then you walk on the train and it's warm and there are so many people it's like your old penguins but also there's heat (laughs) yeah wait a second Paul, I have to tell you something that happened on the train yesterday. All right. Oh my goodness, the train yesterday. I've been hold, battling this for so long. For the podcast well, specifically. Only, only, only a day. Well, I don't have social media anymore, so I have nowhere to mm-hmm. throw all of my thoughts. But I was at, I was at, um, I was on the train and it, it smelled kind of weird whenever I walked on, but I was like, oh, it's whatever. It was the red lines. Generally, there are more uh, sketchy people on the red line train. <laughs> Great. And so I get on, and then I just see this guy sitting. And there's two guys, actually. There's like a group of people who seem to be kind of a party, but not. There's enough separation between them that perhaps not. And this guy just lights up a cigarette and just starts smoking on the train. Which is a big no no. That's like, like that's like some stuff that. you do in like the eighties and nineties. Right. Like that's yeah, that's some old school so stuff. He he does this and he's smoking a cigarette and then I see him pull out these like two cards, like credit card sized cards. And on the one card there is a shit ton of white powder. I'm gonna let you piece together what you think it was. But so much. Like <laughs> It, co- it covered it, and I and I was looking. I was with a friend, of mine and I just said to him, "I think I'm about to watch somebody just do a line of coke right now." But <laughs> he he, uh, he took the other card and like put it over it, wrapped it up, and put it in his pocket. <laughs> I was just, I was so a wild just, man. My, I'm getting. I'm like Chicago's showing its true form to me right now. Yeah, that's wild. Um, mm-hmm. but anyway, so to kind of, <laughs> where were we? after that story, um, <laughs> so just kind of, to kind of end, end some, some conversations, Halloween, it sounds like you had a good time. Yes. My perspective, if anyone remembers, I did release an episode a while ago titled holidays where I pretty much roasted Halloween. I uh, don't. Yeah, you did. I, I thought it was. I, I got so mad when I listened to that. I did roast Halloween. Oh, gosh. I now understand why it is seen as a fun and... I, I, I understand why it's looked at the way it is. Mm-hmm. And why people f- enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, for me, I'm just gonna... This is like final statement on college. I'm enjoying it. It's cool. It's cool stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, you're doing good. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta, like we gotta update the audience. Let them know. Let yeah, them know because we're not... everybody freaking asked me this question because I'm a new person in Chicago and it's so annoying. Yeah. But whatever, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it once, and I want you to really pay attention because I mean it with all my heart that I absolutely love this place and I'm really looking forward to the opportunities that it's going to give me in the future. And I'm having a great time. Thank you very much. Thank you very freaking much. That's what I have to say about Chicago. Yeah. Don't ask me again. I have the same feelings about Athens. Yeah. 
Okay. I mean, Chicago's only like several million more people in the city, but whatever. Same stuff. Um, now, you did kind of bring this up. We got to update the audience because yeah, last episode, Believe Lind, we challenged not only ourselves, but the listeners to give up mm. a, a single. Uh, it was off of a list. Yeah, there was a list and it was like social media, TV, Netflix and all that kind of stuff, your phone. The, there was a bunch of different options. And mm-hmm. I gave up Netflix for a week. Mm-hmm. And I, I gave up social media. And so for me, it has been interesting because mm-hmm. that – so I started Sunday – which would have been when the episode Believe Lynn was released. Mm-hmm. And that, the day before, a new show, a show that I really like, released a new season. Oh, no. And I Hold wasn't up. able to watch it that day. So this whole week, oh, I've been, no. so this whole week, I've just been sitting here, and I know the season's on Netflix. Oh, I, no! I just haven't been able to watch it. And so it's definitely been like, Really interesting. And and it's so weird because you would think, oh, Netflix, that's a minor thing in, like, one's life or mm-hmm. YouTube or whatever it may be. It's such a minute thing in, like, the, the, the greater picture. But when you just take out one of those small things, you notice it. And it's it's definitely interesting. Um, mm-hmm. and, I, I, and you did bring up how not – using social media for a week you haven't been able to just kind of tell people those stories that that you just Mm -hmm. experience in the great city of chicago so Mm -hmm. it's it's a it was definitely an interesting challenge i still have two days left so and i plan on finishing it properly and not (laughs) Mm -hmm. not not giving up now i'm this far in but it's it was it's definitely been an interesting experiment i'll say that much Hmm. Well, I so so. Uh, first off, I would like to uh, cutting out social media. I am down forty nine percent of my phone usage from last week. That's wild. Forty nine. That, that's that's really wild. <laughs> Half of my time on my phone was social, social media. Yeah, that's crazy. Um. The first day that I, on Sunday, the first day I, I went on this fast, this, uh, this week-long this fast. Yeah, the week-long fast. I <clears throat> I opened Snapchat four times. Four times I opened it, and I opened it twice. Oh. And each time I did it, I was like, no, no, I can't be here. I can't be here. And I closed it immediately. Um, <laughs> what am I doing? No. Holy you need shit. To get, what is happening? You need to get one of those, like, uh, shock watches or something. Where right. It, right. It detects you, open the app, myself. shocks your wrist. Right. And so I cut out Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, and t- And <sighs> it's been a wild ride. It, it has done some things to my social life because one, Snapchat, there are several people who I only communicate to over Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I talk to a friend of mine from Australia every day and it's through Snapchat. 
but I haven't been able to do it for a week. Gave him no warning either, so I just ghosted it. Oh my, um, that's cruel. <laughs> there, and then there are other people who I have their, I have their Snapchat, but I don't have their phone number, so I have no way of contacting them. Mm -hmm. And then, so there have been parties this week, several parties that I could have gone to, but I got the invite on Facebook, so I never saw it. Wow. And then people would say to me, like last night I was talking to friends of mine about, I think there's a party tonight too. And they said, yeah, like I invited you to it on Facebook. And I was like, well, crap, I don't, I don't, I can't, I can't use I can't that. I can't see it. And then I say, can you please send it to me? And they're like, yeah, okay, totally. I'll do that. And <laughs> They never remember. No one yeah, ever yeah, yeah. remembers to send you. It. I'm a I'm a big just text and phone call person. Um, yeah, I <clears throat> I I do think though that there are, there are some social settings where it is absolutely ne a necessity to have Facebook to Face have Facebook's some form, good. Yeah, to have some form of um, social. Uh, a place where everyone can um, have a, like a consensus where yeah. something is oriented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, but yeah, that's that's really interesting. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. I I only have Facebook and Instagram, so I don't have a Snapchat. And mm -hmm. the thing that I've run into during my ten weeks at college, occasionally people or whenever someone would ask, "Hey, can I have your Snapchat?" And mm -hmm. I, would, I would just go like, yeah, I don't use Snapchat. <laughs> and it's always interesting because, like, their face is like, they, they obviously don't say anything, but they're like, you can tell they're like, they're just, you don't use Snapchat? And yeah. and so I'm like, I can give you my number or, like, you can follow me on Instagram or something. But it's definitely weird how not even 10 I'm years sure. ago it was just give me your number. And I'll call you or text mm -hmm. you. And now it's just give me your Snapchat or something like that. Mm -hmm. And and for me, yeah, yeah there's so many people. And for me, it's definitely weird because I, like I said, I don't use Snapchat and I don't really use Instagram or Facebook too much. I I, I solely am. I love phone calls. So that's my favorite thing to do. Just phone call people because it saves time texting. It's you can get a message across really easily. Um. But yeah, phone calls and texts really, really do it for me. So it's always weird when someone's like, hey, can I have your Snapchat or what's this or what's that? And I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. And Twitter, I've never, I've never used at all. I used to use Snapchat, but Twitter, I've never even touched. I think Twitter is just a really, it's a different beast of its own in the terms of social media. It, it's something, yeah. I, I did recently read that Twitter is banning all political advertisement. Yes, I read which, that too. Which is an interesting move because last election, Twitter played a, I wouldn't say a big role, but Twitter definitely played a role in advertising and and right. and letting people know what's going on. So that, that'll be interesting to see. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I'm glad that Twitter isn't. Now, before, before I get to the final, final little bit, mm -hmm. I just want to update the audience. We, we we stated last week that there was a movie called Ex Machina, mm -hmm. which is E-X and then M-A-C-H-I-N-A. -A. It's on Netflix. We didn't review it this week because I wasn't able to watch it because I gave up Netflix. 
So, <laughs> so we are going to actually review it and talk about it next week. So you have an extra week to go watch this movie. If any of you want to understand what we will be talking about for the for part of the episode next week, but right? That, I don't think the whole episode will consist. Of no, it, it definitely but won't. But the the ideas or the subject matter will be pretty related to that mm-hmm. movie. So if you want to go watch that, that's Ex Machina on Netflix. You can go check that one out. And so now it's time to get to the last kind of end, end segment. This is another news segment that Connor doesn't know about. This is the, the closing <laughs> off segment that I'm coming up with. Mm-hmm. Now this one, it's, it's specific in a way where it's a would-you-rather question, all right? Now, for anyone listening, if you want to DM to our Instagram account or comment on our Facebook page a would-you-rather question, we will we will read it and do it as a close-off, and I'll, I'll say your name and everything. You can get some recognition. But for this, for, for this episode, I just had to find one on my own because this is the first time we're introducing the segment. And so this, mm-hmm. this is the question. Would you rather have one real get-out-of-jail card, get-out-of-jail-free card, or a key that opens any door? Easy. Open every door. One, the key. The key for sure. The key? The key, yes. I would do the get-out-of-jail-free card. Are you going to go to jail, Paul? I. That's the thing. I don't know. The, the thing I'm concerned about... I don't obviously I don't plan if you had on the key, you could get out of jail. If you had the key, you could get out of No, that's not how it works. Why not? Because the they, they take butt. all your stuff away. So you wouldn't have you the key. Put the key in your butt. <laughs> that's <out>. descriptive. <laughs> um but no, because you know, if I'm ever like wrongly accused or anything, I just be like instead of arguing it or having anything, I just be like, yeah, here's this. Pull out my Monopoly, get out of jail free card, and hand it to him. They're like, "Oh, okay, he's good." So I wouldn't yeah, have to worry about. about. And also, the having a have... yours is a could be. Yours is a could be. Could be. I I could use it with the key. You could use it. You can every day, forever. But I, why? Like, I would already have a key or a way to access any points that I actually need to get to. So, like, if I have an apartment, I have a key for that. So, like. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, I'm not going to use this key to go into other people's places or something like that. So I just don't really see a, a necessity of it, mm. if you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I could use that key well, to be like, be like have, oh, that's I a Lamborghini. One. I'm going to unlock the Lamborghini. And then, oh, I'm going to use the exact same key to actually turn on the Lamborghini and drive away with it. That well, would be yeah. – Yeah, that's stealing. Yeah. So I just don't see a point of having – That's a, bad. I don't see the point I of think. having a key. <laughs> That could open then anything. Would need, then, then you, you would, would then you would actually much. need the get out of jail free card. Exactly. But okay, so I can I can literally last night this happened. I went to a party and there's a group of people who all were going to that party, but none none of the people live there. So we couldn't get into the apartment complex. So it was just a group of people staying outside of an apartment complex, not even the door to the apartments, the complex to get into the the room and if i would have had that key i could have let us all in and we'd be nice and warm instead of being in the really cold uh winter chicago snow snow town and it would be it would be very more efficient 
shouldn't then somebody wouldn't have had to leave the party to come down and fetch everybody. All right. I feel like I feel like both of our reasons are understandable in their own way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that that is where we're going to end today's episode. I hope you all cool. enjoyed us talking about the power of music, space, and my personal theories of space. Along with, yes. Along with Connor's uh, alleged allergicness to coffee, and then mm, our yes. our personal experiences with college, and then finally our, our 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 take on Halloween, and and then our get out of jail free card and key that opens yeah, wait, any wait door. A, way to wrap that up there. I literally oh, just said everything that happened in this episode. I don't know why, but. <laughs> There you go. Yep. In case if, you missed see, it. Okay, so if, if you yeah, if you if you didn't want to listen to the episode, just skip to this part and you'll know everything that we Exactly. Exactly. I'll I'll yeah. Anyway, if you enjoyed this this is the challenge for this week. If you enjoyed, tell one other person. Recommend it to one person, whether it's your friend, it's your, your brother, sister. Or or just say, Hey, I listened to a podcast this week yeah. to somebody didn't know that you listened to this podcast exactly just just bring it up with one person be like hey i listened to this podcast and then then show up show us to them that's your challenge anyway (laughs) anyway we will see you all next sunday goodbye